Hi, everybody. This is Nadia Murdoch with Nadia Murdoch Fit. On Delarusso, one of my dearest friends. She is a fashion and lifestyle actor, also a Reiki practitioner, and just a really good person. Hi, Don. Hey, Nadia. Happy Thanks to be for here. being on the show. Sure. Excited. <laughs> <laughs> So this will basically be like how we are every day, just chatting. I know. <laughs> share, share your awesomeness with everybody. Why don't we oh. share a little bit about um, what you do, your main profession, which is fashion lifestyle expert, and how you kind of started to find yourself in the wellness in- industry as a Reiki practitioner. Yes. So I've been um, lucky to have the opportunity to be on TV a lot and um, work with a lot of different brands to build their exposure while building my own as well and um it's that's been my career I'd say for almost 12 years now and I'd say the past five or so years I was always into like health and wellness and taking care of myself and my body and um I had a few like physical things come up as I you know got older and not not so much older but you know in my 30s and um realized that it was really important for me to know um, how to take care of myself and my own well-being rather than just trusting in, you know, doctors or, or what someone else tells me, told me was the right thing to do. And I wanted to find other outlets. Um, I had gone, I had, my grandparents lived a long time, but a lot of them, they all passed away within the same year. And so um, a lot of things happened, um, you know, in this one, like 2012, 2013, that influenced me to want to look more into um, holistic Uh, wellness and caring for myself along with like building my knowledge around it to help my family too. Um, And that's sort of what led to Reiki. I didn't expect it. I was learning about, um, you know, I was going to a doctor who was more holistic and teaching a showing about vitamins and that kind of stuff. And I wanted more. And I looked into acupuncture and found that that was really great. And um, Reiki was something that came up when I was talking to this um, energy woman. Her name was Liz. And she said to me, uh, you know, have you ever thought about trying Reiki or doing Reiki? And I never did. I didn't know much about it. I knew it was like hands-on energy. And I was just very open to this new experience. And, um, and that's what that's how it began. I'd say around 2014 um, is when I first really started to experience Reiki and um, took my first Reiki level one class. And I feel like around that time, people kind of heard about Reiki, but weren't really that into it. And even now, I don't really feel like it's a mainstream thing, but I think people are more aware of Reiki. Um, What was your family's response or were they supportive and friends were they like what are you doing like how how did how was your inner circle responsive to you exploring the world you know it took it took me a little time to understand it but I I'm always even as a child is so open to this kind of stuff and spirituality in, in a new form um so when I came home and was talking about it there was a lot of curiosity around it I have to say I didn't tell a lot of people because I wanted to really understand it first and, and, and get what it meant. And, and as you go through the levels, you know, there's hands-on and then there's distance Reiki and the hands-on, some people can kind of that, like you can grasp. It's like, okay, yeah. So you, you're moving energy and you know, you're, it, it's sort of like this 
people are like, oh, it's like a massage, even though you're not touching them, you know, all these different <laughs> anecdotes for what it is. But then the second I did level two and it was distance Reiki, it was kind of like, wait, what do you mean? <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> I don't understand it. Um, and for me, it's for me doing their distance Reiki was very um, visual, like having a dream, almost like meditate me I was meditating but I was meditating on someone else that I was working on and through that I was getting these like visions and seeing different sort of stories playing out in my in my head and then when I went to these people that I was practicing on some friends um and family I was telling them the pictures that were coming up and they related to them instantly they were either able to put a time frame on them or say this is happening in my life right now or um you know connect certain meanings to things so when that started happening I think that's when it became more real for a lot of people in in my just like my close-knit circle because how would I be able to really see these things or know these things um you know, that may be going on emotionally with somebody or physically in their life. And I don't, and I didn't know that. So I think that's when it became more real. That's pretty awesome. Um, so here's my next question. Can anyone become a Reiki practitioner or does it take a certain person or do they have to be at a certain place in their life in order to be uh, a good practitioner? So yes, anybody can. Um, I became a Reiki master, so I'm actually able, able to teach it. Um, but I do think it takes a certain mindset and uh, openness and understanding. So if you're not already there in that place in your life, you just may not be even drawn to it. Or you may think you are and you may take level one Reiki and then find that it doesn't, it's not working for you or it's not fitting for you. So I do think that like there's this subliminal subconscious thing that's going on that goes on with it that uh, the universe kind of yeah. lets you know if you're ready or not for it. You may be or you may not be, but I think that that kind of ties in a lot with the universe. Yeah. So I love chewing your ear off about Reiki every time we <laughs> hang out. I, I know. It's so fascinating. It is. So, it's, it's, it's my cool. next question is what are like five ways you think that because like this world of Reiki has changed your life? Um, okay. So it definitely initially introduced me to something really new that I never heard about. So just like finding out this new method of healing and wellness is number one, like, wow, incredible. Right. Um, two, to be able to help other people through it. I mean, I've, I've worked alongside my acupuncturist with some women that were trying to get pregnant and we were, I don't take the, you know, I don't take I don't say that I was able to help, but um, I think the combination of doing the two together really um, made a difference because a few of the women that we worked on were able to achieve pregnancy and have healthy children. And so to be able Mm -hmm. to do that for other people in their lives is just an incredible experience. Mm -hmm. Um, The third is I went through a whole physical, um, um, I don't want to say, you know, I wouldn't say it was a sickness, but it definitely was something that um, health wise was, I was told, you know, I was going to have to take medication and they may have to get surgery. And they were all the options that I didn't want to hear. They were all the things that I didn't want to be told. You know, I didn't want to be told that I'm, you know, early thirties and I have to go get this surgery done or that I'm going to have to be on this medication for, you know, a couple of years. Um, so for me, for my own health, to be able to resolve that through Reiki, which I did, it took about a year, but I was able to resolve it using Reiki. Uh, I 
that is, I mean, a miracle to me um, to be able to take something that's, you know, Eastern medicine and apply it here to myself and physically see, you know, a, a manifestation of good health out of it. So that to me was incredible. And then lastly, I would say, um, I, I, the fact that I found Reiki and I'm able to bring it to people who may not know about it and talk about it more and, um, you know, do workshops around it and explaining it and show people that, you know, it doesn't, you don't have to be sick. You don't have to be going through something tragic or heavy in your life to use Reiki. Reiki could, you know, take your career to another level. I use Reiki. This is funny, but I use Reiki a lot. Um, just in cleansing my room and my home and my clothing to make sure that what I'm wearing, I feel happy in, or the makeup that I'm putting on is doing more for me than just, you know, putting makeup on my face and looking in, you know, changing how I look, but actually infusing that Reiki energy into it. So that way you're doing more. It's like telling, you know, if you've ever heard people say, Oh, you know, tell your plants that you love them and they'll grow better and more beautiful. Yeah. I feel like using Reiki the same way for your, you know, maybe more materialistic things that people wouldn't necessarily think of is, um, is really cool. So I'm excited to be infusing that too. That is so cool. (laughs) (laughs) So So my next question is like, so I love how you say that you use it on your makeup and your clothes. Are there ever days where maybe you forgot to, um, do, Reiki on some of some of the things that you might be wearing and you see the difference for like the days where you do remember to do it like do you see the difference when when you're um when things have the Reiki energy and they and they don't I do I do actually it's become such a habit now for me that um I tune so you have to tune in tune into the energy when you want to use it um and I that's the first thing I go to you know, like if the day is going by and I feel um, anxiety coming up or I feel, um, you know, something isn't going right. The very, very first thing that I do is like tune into the Reiki energy and just like place the hands on my place, my hands on myself and just for a couple minutes, just tune into Reiki because it it changes everything. It's funny. I mean, I guess you can call it almost like um, a, a mini meditation. I it all, all this stuff kind of overlaps into one another, but, um, I definitely see a difference. I feel a difference. I do it in the morning when I, when I'm right before I kind of wake up and get out of bed. The first thing I do is a little bit of Reiki to myself. I try to do it at night. Honestly, if I wake up in the middle of the night and I have a bad dream or I can't sleep or something's bothering me, I do Reiki. Um, it's like, it's my (laughs) go-to. That's crazy. I didn't know that you could do it on yourself as well. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 I do it. I, I do it so often. I mean, it, now it's become a habit, a regular habit, but even if, um, you know, there's, there's, it's funny because you'll, I'll do it for a phone right before a phone call, like a meeting, a phone call that there's a new job opportunity mm-hmm. or a new TV, some, and I'll do it. And I'll say, you know, I'll just tune into it and I'll just, I'll just focus on that energy. And I, I mean, I don't know, you know, some people could say it's your mind, it's your positive vibes. It could be all of that. But that's all energy. So yeah. <laughs> whatever you want to, you know, however you want to interpret it, it's still energy. So uh, so that you kind of leading me into my next question. So the industry that we're in, you know, as TV experts, you're constantly meeting different types of people with good and bad energy, whether they know it, yes or not. Um, <laughs> has Reiki opened your eyes to how you conduct business? I know you had mentioned just a little while ago that sometimes mm-hmm. you'll do it before a big call. 
But like if you are working on something and you may encounter someone with um, negative energy or something's not going right, do you find that it's changed how you handle your day-to-day life when it comes to work? Yeah. I actually don't. I think just having – so Reiki – Reiki energy, it gets stronger as you use it. So over the years of using it and applying it, um, it comes more natural and it's sort of, it's uh, innate almost in you. You start to really like know, you can feel energy really, really quickly. And I stopped, it's actually, it's funny because it, you feel a little bit of a conflict because there's this subtle energy that's telling you something's not right or something doesn't feel good. And I can't, I can't do something because of it. It's the strangest thing Mm. when before it's like you're blind. And so you do something and then you see the consequences. Mm -hmm. But now I'm not even able to, if there's someone that I don't want to work with that, not that I don't want to work with. If there's someone that I, that maybe is a high level position and and would in the, in the real world, it's like someone would say you need to work with them or you need to do this with them because it's, you know, could change whatever. But yet there's this underlying bad energy that you can feel. I can't, I can't even do it. It's the, it's the weirdest thing to know. It's, it's cool, but weird because it's like, you're, you know, in the business world, you're, you're, you're used to using your mind. You yeah. It's not really infusing feelings into things, even though it's the best thing you can use your intuition. Um, you know, you look at something like, oh, this is a $10,000 job. I should totally take it. <laughs> but, mean, but meanwhile, there's this weird underlying energy that's yeah. like, don't do it, don't do it, yep. don't do it. And you don't know why, but who knows? I mean, there's been plenty of times when I wish that I had that because at that time, maybe it was a big job, but the person was never going to pay you that money. Right. Or, right. you know, it was going to turn into something really bad for your image, you know? So is, is this kind of like, I, I find this very interesting. So is this kind of like when, um, you know, my brother always says, go with your gut, go with your gut. And the times that I don't go with my gut, you know, the term, um, I always regret it because I, I'm always like, I should have listened to my gut. Is this kind of like similar to that type of energy that you're referring to in terms of when you kind of know that, uh, this is not feeling right I am not going to move forward with this is it similar to that I know it's it's deeper and more spiritual but is it along those lines it is I would definitely say it's along those lines we all have this in energy in in, a, in us um and it's been over millions of years it's been like suppressed and um not to go to like into history or anything but because of religious and you know um government reasons in the in years 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 long ago you know um this would this we all had our own we all were able to control our own fate and our own ability and what in what happened to us and um it was suppressed over the years of in history because if if you if everybody was able to tune into this energy and we all have it in us you were able to make decisions better, but that also meant that you had your own free will. You were able to decide mm-hmm. something and no one was able to control you. There was no, you know, you controlled yourself. Nobody else controlled that. There was mm-hmm. no other outside figures or outside belief systems that would can control people. So that was, you know, in religion, that was the conflict. So it was suppressed. And now if we all would allow that to come out and exp- 
uh, you know, trust your gut again and tune into that more. The more you tune into that, the more it will work for you. So if you allow, if you allow your gut to, to play a role in your daily life and speak to you, it will get better and better and better and, and stronger. And you'll see that most of the time it's helping you make the right decisions. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, so you said that you're now a master. So that means that you can now teach Reiki. Have you started teaching um, Reiki? And if so, like, how does that, how long is that process? And how can people learn how to work with you? Yeah. Um, so for me, the process of myself doing level one, level two, and then becoming a master was almost two and a half years. Um, but, you know, it's, it, I think it takes time because it takes practice. You need 40 days. I think you need to. There's a lot of when I, the way I did it, my teacher was she um, she was really she did it. I don't want to say by the books, but she did it in a really in a way that really allowed you to um, form the energy and let it build. And now there's, you know, you can do it online. You can do Ricky one and Ricky two online in a day. I don't advise that. I don't think it really works. It's just like anything else. But um, I have, so being a Reiki master, I worked with my acupuncturist to teach her level one and and attuned her for level one. So she got her level one um, Reiki with me, um, which was my first one. And it was, I have to say a little, you know, it's like you learn everything and I have books and I have, I have all the knowledge around it, but when you're, it's just, when you become a teacher of something, you want it to be so right. Mm -hmm. And you want to do everything the correct way. So for me, I was so particular about it. And Reiki one, when I learned it took a whole day and the same with, um, with teaching it, I took almost, it was about a, it was only, it was one-on-one. My class was five of us. So it took a little longer, but one-on-one, it took about four hours to do the whole attunement and everything. And fasting the whole day so um and then there's 40 days after that and then you can come back and then you have to work on on people I mean this is the way I learned it so um yeah I mean I I'm I'm excited to start a path of teaching it I don't know that I'll you know I don't think it'll become my career as a you know a new career path teaching it but I think I, I'm open to working with people that really want to do it. I think if someone's really into it, I, I like the one-on-one of teaching. Right. I don't think I would set up whole classes, but um, I think being my acupuncturist, she, we've been together for so long. I've been going to her every week for four, three, almost four years now. So, um, so doing it with her and teaching her was kind of a no brainer. I love it. So I, I, kind of touching upon acupuncture because you brought that up I because of you I went to an acupuncturist and it really changed my life and I love that you go I think with me which I regret is that I stopped going once I because I went for a certain ailment and I felt Mm -hmm. like um once that was resolved I stopped going but I love like how which happens yeah, yeah but I love how you go every week so do you feel like you said three to four years. So do you feel like you're a completely different person weaving in that plus Reiki? Like, I know you kind of touched upon that before with the Reiki, but acupuncture has kind of just become part of your life. So how has. has that, like, like, how does that change how you were before? Because what we do is very high stress, especially like yeah. last minute calls and things like that. Do you Very, have, very, yeah. Do you prioritize your acupuncture appointments? Do you ever put them off? Do you regret doing that? Like, how, how do you make it work? 
I, they're like my least stressful thing. So I never let them, I never let acupuncture be like something that makes me nervous. Like, oh my God, I missed acupuncture or it's very relaxed. It's very, you know, if I have a week where I'm traveling, I won't go. I don't over, I don't put the pressure on myself of needing of, of like missing it. I, I did the first year I was like, I need to go. I need to go. Um, now I just, I love it so much mm-hmm. that for me, um, for me, it's like, I just feel like I, I want to go. Right. So I want to make it a party and I want it to be something that I do every, you know, every week in my life. And it's, it's, it's a downtime. So for me, it's like this weird meditating time for half hour or whatever, when I'm laying there with the needles in. Yep. And I love that. I also think that it has helped me health wise, just keeping myself up to a good standard of health and keeping my body at its like optimum that it can be. Um, and she does, so she does acupuncture for a lot of different things. Um, every once in a while when there's different times of the year that like, you know, job gets stressful or thing gets something gets stressful we'll do more for like anxiety and I immediately see a difference she has like my whole chart so she can tell when um different times of the year when things are more stressful it's funny because you don't realize your own patterns Mm -hmm. um but she does and so she'll know um she won't say it to me but she knows when certain things are coming up or when I might be like at a different uh different levels but even for like if you're around someone that's getting like I never get the flu shot or anything like that Mm -hmm. and um I don't really get sick. I'll get like a cold for like, you know, maybe two or three days or something, but I won't get like a serious, um, really, really sick for a long time. And I think that's because all the, um, you know, my chakras are, are moving good and, um, there's no energy blocks when you feel in, uh, I mean, maybe like a month ago, um, I didn't realize it. I didn't think I had anything block, any blocks, but I was laying down and she put the needles in. And, um, so there's two signs of like, when you have a energy block in your body with acupuncture, uh, one, when she takes the needles out, you'll see blood, you'll see more, you know, not a lot of blood, but like a little drop of blood. And usually you don't see that, Hmm. uh, when you don't. So that's where like a block was. And it depends on what color the blood was. Like if it's darker then you have a block in that area. Um, and then also when you are laying there, um, your body will like jump. It's the strangest thing, but like my legs will like raise up and then slam. Yeah. And like slam down or like my hand will do that. Something will, yeah, twitch. And that's where you had a block, but it's releasing. So that, so it's Ah! good because you, yeah. So it's releasing it. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I don't love it when I'm, when it happens, I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) (laughs) but um, at the same time you realize that it's doing something good. So I, I definitely feel like if I didn't have it, I would I don't know now because I'm so used to going. Right. That, um, but I haven't really missed. I think the most it's ever gone, the longest is like three weeks. So, um, and even then, I still. So, like, you don't really need. You can get rake. Yeah, you can get acupuncture once a month to stay optimal. You really don't need to go every week. You can go every other week. But if you go like at least once to twice a month uh you're getting most of the benefits from it so oh that's good to know yeah 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 so if you go I told my sister because she goes now too actually my sister and my father both go and um wow I know and uh they do it my dad is going every other week my sister goes like once a month 
um, just because it just keeps you nice and balanced. Yeah. I was yeah. going every week and I, I like yeah. in the beginning, I was putting that pressure on myself. Like, oh my gosh, I missed it. And so, but I feel yeah. like, um, I feel I could totally handle once or twice. Once a month. month. Yeah. Yeah. Once a month. I tell every, every single person I talk to, I'm like, you know, the way it works is you want to build it up. So if you haven't had acupuncture, I would say maybe do a month maybe a month to six weeks of going once a week. Right. And then, and then start to switch off to like every other week. And then if you do like two or three months where you've done like enough every other week, you can do once a month and be fine. Right. Totally fine. Yeah. Like everything you just described with the blood and the jumping that those, that happened to me in the the first few sessions of acupuncture. So that's so interesting. Um, so cool. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So you're so up on these experimental forms of wellness. I'm curious to know, have you done cupping? I haven't. I haven't done it yet. My she does my acupuncturist does do it, but I haven't done it. Um to be honest, I mean I work out a lot. I go to the gym, you know, 3 times a week and do yoga uh, also. And um I know it's a lot for athletes, so it is something I would be interested in trying but I mean knock on wood I really don't have a lot of I don't have much I don't have any pain honestly and I don't I don't know if that's what cupping cupping is for I don't believe it's totally for pain but that's how I always think of it so I haven't had it yet same I thought so too because yeah. like a lot of yeah. people that I know that have done it had like rotator cuff issues yeah like so yeah okay. or like drainage they have to like yes. drain the um lymphatic the, yeah yeah lymphatic yeah, yeah. Um, which I guess any athlete or anyone could really do, but I just haven't done. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So to end, I would love to know what you have coming up. You can share with my listeners, um, and share also where they can find you. I have a few things coming up. I do. I host a lot of events. So I'm hosting, um, a couple events in, in New Jersey and, uh, in April and May uh, I, you can always find me on TV. <laughs> I will be on New York Live. I believe my segment will be coming up at the end of April, so you guys can check it out there. But you can find me on all my social media, Instagram, uh, Twitter, if anybody still uses that, <laughs> at Dawn Del, Del Russo. Um, and then on my YouTube channel, because I'm over there, I'm doing uh, posting a lot of videos and stuff, too. So you can just find me on my name over there. And my blog is livetheglamour.com, where I post a lot of stuff about this health and wellness. I love it. Thank you so Thank much, you. Dawn, for chatting with me. Absolutely. Love it. <laughs> and we will definitely have to do another one of these in the fall. Sure, for sure. You know it. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Dawn. Thanks, and Nadia. thank you, everybody, yep. for listening. Bye. Bye.